All right, tonight we're going we're gonna to jump in and talk and look at more of what God has to say to us and um, just some specific things that I believe God's going to say to every single one of us. Um, we're in our Best Sermon Ever series and have been over the last couple months, and so um, I believe that there's some, for, for a lot of us in this room, there's going to be some specific things that uh, are going to strike a chord with us tonight, and so I'm looking forward to what God has in store uh, before we jump in, I want to take a look at a video that uh, really kind of ties in with where we're going tonight. It's not Tekoa, um, but it ties in perfectly with kind of what we're, what we're looking at. And um, as you guys are watching this, and in just a few minutes as we dive into the passage, this, you might resonate in a lot of ways with this video. And I think sometimes we feel like Jesus is this way. So some of you may have already seen this, uh, but this is kind of a humorous look at what Jesus might have said um, on the Sermon on the Mount. So go ahead and roll this. Is that, is that not one of the greatest videos you've ever seen? Um, that's one of my favorite videos. The sad thing is, a lot of us sometimes feel like that's the way Jesus is. Right? We feel like a lot of times that Jesus kind of walks around and he's always kind of pointing out the things that we do wrong and he's you know, got this judgmental attitude towards us and all, all his, his whole purpose and reason for existence is to tell us all the bad things we're doing. And that mindset, a lot of times, when we view Jesus that way, not only does it warp the way that we live, it warps a lot of things um, in this Christian life and, and, and begin to, when it comes to obedience to God's commands and all kinds of things. I mean, it, it can really screw us up in terms of living the kind of life that Jesus calls us to live. Um, now, obviously, that's not how Jesus is, even though God obviously cares about the way that we live our life and the decisions that we make. But there's something that's, that's just as sad as us feeling like Jesus is that way. And that's when you and I kind of take on that mindset as well. Suddenly, our existence becomes about walking around, pointing out the bad things that other people do around us. And we start going through our schools or our neighborhoods or our families or people we come in contact with. And all we end up doing is just talking about the bad things that other people do. Hey, you're doing this wrong and you're doing this wrong and you're a sinner and you're smoking a cigarette and you're not wearing your WWJD bracelet and all this kind of stuff. That we start, we start casting all of these judgments upon people that we come in contact with. Now, sometimes we do it because we feel like, well, you know, we want to draw people into a relationship with God. And so we feel like we've got to point out the sin and we've got to tell them all the bad things that they're doing so that they in turn will give their life to Christ. And yet more times than not, all that does is drive people further away from the life that God has called them to. And yet we do that all the time. See, Jesus' main objective for your life is not just to walk around pointing out all the bad things that you see other people doing. And yet that's what we do often. Now, Jesus had some interesting words to say about this kind of attitude. And so if you guys have your Bibles tonight, look at Matthew chapter 7. And we're going to look at what Jesus actually had to say, not sometimes what we perceive that he might have said. So Matthew chapter 7, and we're going to start in verse 1. It goes like this. Do not judge others. And you will not be judged. For you will be treated as you treat others. The same standard you use in judging is the standard by which you will be judged. 
And why worry about a speck in your friend's eye when you have a log in your own? How can you think of saying to your friend, let me help you get rid of that speck in your eye when you can't see past the log in your own eye? You hypocrite. First get rid of the log in your own eye. Then you will see well enough to deal with the speck in your friend's eye. Don't waste what is holy on people who are unholy. Don't throw your pearls to pigs, for they will trample the pearls, then turn and attack you. Now, you and I are judgmental people. All right, maybe that's a judgmental thing to say. But you know how I know that? Because when we read this passage that Jesus has to say to us, we immediately think of other people that need to hear that. Right? We read these words and we go, man, I wish that so-and-so were here tonight because they really, that, that really applies to them. And so maybe as you read the, those couple verses and you immediately, your first thought was to somebody else that, needs to, that lives that way or needs to hear that message, then you're probably judgmental. But see, we do that all the time. We easily cast out judgments towards other people. It's hard for us to think of ourselves first. Which is really why Jesus had these words to say in the first place. Because it's a whole lot easier for us to point the finger across the room and go, man, that, that applies to that person. Or that person does that. Or man, it drives me crazy. They need to listen to that. As, a, as opposed to us first looking at ourselves and going, man, God, what is it that you want to say to me? How does what you're saying apply to my life? How can, I, how can this change the way I live or change the way I think? God, what is it that you want to change about me? See, we're quick to cast judgment. And we judge people all the time, don't we? I mean, this is kind of an everyday occurrence for us. We cast judgment based on somebody's too fat or somebody looks different or acts different or is a different color skin or the area in which they live or the school that they go to or the county that they live in or what kind of friends they hang out with or how athletic or unathletic they are. I mean, on and on and on. And every single day, we cast judgments on people for numerous reasons. And Jesus says here, do not be judged or you'll be judged. Now, the word judge, a lot of times has kind of a negative connotation in our culture. All right, especially as it pertains to us as Christians. What's the primary label that a lot of Christians have? Come on. All right. Hypocritical, judgmental. Right? We are known as Christians, for a lot of people in the world, we're known as people that walk around and look down our nose at other people and are talking about how good we are and how bad other people are. And that a lot of times is kind of the reputation that you and I as followers of Christ develop. And it's kind of, when you, when you think of the word judge it becomes kind of a negative connotation in our culture. And there's a lot of people in our society, and non-believers in particular, that want to be able to have the freedom to do what they want to do. And if you call them on it, or if you say something about it, then you're automatically labeled judgmental. But the word judge actually in the dictionary means to form an opinion of someone. All right, it's not necessarily a positive or a negative thing. It's just to have an opinion about somebody else. 
But in this particular context, Jesus is actually specifically talking about having a negative opinion or a negative attitude towards someone else. All right, he's talking about having an attitude similar to the Pharisees. All right, you guys know Jesus often went toe-to-toe with the Pharisees. These religious people who walked around and thought that they were high and mighty and they were better than everybody else. And they constantly were doing everything they could to make themselves look better and puff themselves up in front of society. And, and point the finger at other people and talk about the bad things that other people do. And Jesus was constantly going toe-to-toe with those people. And this is the kind of attitude that Jesus is talking about us having when it comes to how we treat other people. Now, we can, tie, we can go in a million different directions with this. All right? As I was spending over the last week just kind of thinking through and praying about direction, I mean, we could, we could spend a lot of time just talking about all different aspects of having a judgmental attitude and what that looks like and, and what you should and shouldn't do. But tonight, primarily, what I want to be able to do is talk about two main reasons why we judge people so much. Because we do this all the time, and it's not a non-believer thing. It's, in a lot of cases, it's those of us that claim to follow Christ. Is that we become judgmental people towards others. We can say things and we can take action towards people that can have damaging ramifications. And even worse, a lot of times we do it in the name of Christ. And it causes people to turn themselves off to Christianity and not to want to have anything to do with us. So we're going to look at two big reasons why we judge others. And you guys have these in your notes. Here's the first reason. We judge others because of a deficiency in ourselves. One of the main reasons why we judge other people so often or speak or act harshly towards others is because of a deficiency in us. Maybe we're jealous or we're, we have anger or we're prideful or we've been hurt by someone. We have hurt in our heart. And because we're lacking on the inside in some form, in some way, because we're deficient in some area inside, it causes us to judge other people and have judgmental attitudes towards others. Now, for you ladies in the room, I have two words for you. Girl drama. Now, we love you ladies in the room, all right? But we hate your girl drama. And I don't want to make necessarily a blanket statement, so this doesn't necessarily apply to all females. However, there are some of you that constantly stir up trouble and drama. I mean, Hollywood makes movies about you and the way that you treat other people. You talk bad about other girls because they're fatter than you or they're skinnier or they're shorter or they're taller or they're less athletic or they're more awkward or they stole your boyfriend or they want to steal your boyfriend and on and on and on. I mean, there are all kinds of reasons. And I don't, I don't want to necessarily kind of make this blanket statement, all right? And I'm not trying to make half the room mad at me. But there are some of you in the room that you stir up drama and cause issues and have a judgmental attitude towards other girls because there's a deficiency in you that needs to be dealt with. 
And there are guys that stir that up too. I'm not just trying to label the girls. There are guys, we do this too. I mean, we, we talk bad about other guys. If we're a jock, we talk bad about the band kids because they're band nerds, all right? And we kind of look, we look down our nose at the band guys because they're different and they're not as cool as us. I mean, we, all of us do this. We cast judgment about people all the time. And a lot of times it starts because we have some kind of deficiency in ourselves. Now, the deficiency can be a, a warped view of ourselves. All right, we may think that we're a nobody. We may have little to no self-esteem. It may be because we've just been, been hammered by other people who have talked bad about us or pointed out all of our inadequacies or all the things that we're not good at. And so it's caused us to have a low sense of, of self-esteem. And we don't have a whole lot of self um, motivation and we really struggle really understanding at the core of who we are a lot of self-confidence and that can cause us to start looking at other people in an effort to make us feel better about ourselves we start ripping into other people and tearing other people down and in some twisted way by us ripping other people apart it's it kind of feeds our lack of self-esteem and we start feeling a little bit better about ourselves when we make fun of other people I mean, it becomes basically a survival tactic. Maybe we're arrogant or we're prideful about who we are. You know, maybe we kind of walk around feeling like we're the man or we're, you know, we're cool and we've got our life together and we're more important than other people. And we walk around with this sense of pride with who we are. Maybe we're the big man on campus. So we kind of walk around and we start belittling other people because they're not as important as we are. Maybe the warped view of ourselves is we feel self-righteous. And we, in our walk with Christ, we look down at other people because they're not as holy as we are. We're at church every Sunday and we read our Bible and we share our faith in our school and we try to do all these things that, that Jesus wants us to do. And what that ends up doing a lot of times, if we're not careful, is we start making that our motivation. And we start feeling better about ourselves and more self-righteous about who we are because of all the things that we do for Jesus. And we end up walking around all over our school and everywhere we go and we start pointing out all the deficiencies in other people. We start feeling good about our relationship with God and maybe even other people in the student ministry we look down our nose at. Because they don't show up at Reckless every week and they don't, they're, they're not involved in the Nicaragua trip and they're not doing all these kind of things. And we start f- having this self-righteous attitude about who we are and it causes us to be judgmental towards other people. And like I said earlier, that was one of those things that Jesus and the Pharisees were always going toe-to-toe on. God hates self-righteousness. So that's one of the main reasons that we do that, is we judge other people because of a deficiency in ourselves. And maybe there's one or more ways where that kind of resonates with who you are, and you look at your life, and maybe you've got little self-esteem, or maybe you're a little bit arrogant or prideful, or maybe you feel a little bit self-righteous and holy sometimes. And because of those deficiencies and understanding who you are, it causes you to be judgmental towards other people. Here's the second thing. 
We judge others because we don't understand our place in God's kingdom. We judge others because we don't understand our place in God's kingdom. Now, this is a huge issue. We can sometimes look at our life and go, you know, man, I'm not that bad. I mean, I make mistakes. I screw things up. But I'm really not all that bad of a person. And man, in comparison to some of the other people that I know, man, I mean, they're way worse off. And so we start, we start walking around feeling like, you know what? I'm not really all that bad. I mean, I'm not the best, but I'm not the worst. And so we start feeling like sometimes that we're good enough. Now, as nice and as innocent as that sometimes sounds, that runs completely contradictory to what God's word says about who we are. The truth is about all of us, for every single one of us in this room, none of us are exempt from this. All of us are born into sin. Every single one of us in this room, our sin separates us from a holy God. Our sin condemns us to eternity in hell. In fact, in terms of our standing with God, and this may seem a little bit jacked up, but in terms of our standing with God, somebody like Mother Teresa is on the same footing as somebody like Adolf Hitler. Now, you may sit there and go, that doesn't sound right. There's something not right about that. But in terms of their standing before God and their need for God, Mother Teresa needs God's love and grace and forgiveness just as much as Adolf Hitler did. And you say, wait, wait, wait. Mother Teresa was a good person. She did all these good things. She helped the poor. And Hitler was like the worst human ever. But what God's word says about our humanity and our need for God is we are all on equal footing. We are all desperately in need of God's love and God's forgiveness. Then in terms of our separation from God because of our sin, we are just as much like Adolf Hitler as we are like Mother Teresa. All of us need God. The moment you think that you're not that bad, you have lost sight of your immense need for God. And when you start thinking that you're not that bad, suddenly the cross of Christ becomes necessary for other people, but not quite as necessary for you. You start looking around going, you know what, man, God, that, that whole like salvation thing and you dying on the cross for me, man, that was cool. And yeah, I, I need that but I don't think I need it as much as my friend or the person in my school or Hitler or whoever. And we start feeling like we're not as bad as other people. And when we develop that mindset that we're not that bad and that the cross of Christ really isn't as necessary for us, all of a sudden we start walking around pointing the finger at other people who need God's love and God's forgiveness more than we do. Now, let me give you a little bit of an example of kind of how this plays out. 
I'm going to show a couple pictures here. Go ahead and throw the first one up. Sometimes we view humanity like we do buildings on a street. All right, you look at a building, you're standing here on the street corner and you look at the buildings and the buildings have all different kinds of height. All right, there's some buildings that are taller than others or some buildings that are shorter. And we kind of look at people like we do buildings on a street corner. And we start comparing ourselves to other people. And we go, you know what, man, I may be that building kind of in the middle. You know, and I'm kind of here. And you know, I'm not quite as good or as, or as important or valuable or as good of a person as maybe that other person is. But you know what, I'm also not nearly as bad as that person is. And so all, we live our life comparing ourselves to other people. And we start figuring out whether I measure up to this, this person or this person over here. And sometimes we feel better about ourselves if we compare ourselves to somebody that's not quite as good as we are. And then maybe we don't feel quite as good about ourselves if we compare ourselves to somebody that seems a little bit better than us. And that's the way we walk through life every day. We start comparing ourselves and looking at other people like we do buildings on a street corner. And what ends up happening is we start judging other people and making decisions and treat people a certain way based on how they measure up with us. And we may try to treat people, somebody a little bit better than us because, you know, they're a little bit better, they're a little bit further along. And then maybe if there's somebody that we feel like we're better than or they're beneath us and all of a sudden that impacts the way that we view that person or we treat that person. And that's the kind of view that we have in the way that we live. Now, in reality, the way that we need to to view ourselves and view humanity is like we're looking from the top of a skyscraper. All right, go ahead and flip up that next next, uh, picture. This is actually the kind of view that we need to have. If you guys have ever stood up on top of a, a tall building or a skyscraper and you look down and you can see people, but you can't tell a whole lot of differences between them. Right? They all look the same height. They're all small. All right? They all look the same. And that's the kind of view that we need to start having of ourselves and other people is that we are all small in comparison to God. That we are all in the same level. We are all on equal footing in terms of our need for God. That God's cross and God's forgiveness and the love that Jesus poured out for us is just as necessary for us as it is for the people that we're next to. And we don't make judgments or comparisons based on whether or not we feel we're better than somebody else because we have the view and the mindset that we're all on equal footing. That we all desperately need God. That we all are desperate for God's love and God's forgiveness. We need to have a kingdom view of things. And one of the ways that we can stop having judgmental attitudes about other people is we always start with ourselves. We start with ourselves and we understand how lost and how screwed up we are without Christ. We look at our life and we're able to know that, man, you know what? I've got weaknesses and I've got mistakes that I make every single day and I fall short. 
And God, I'm desperately in need for your forgiveness every single day. I don't have my act together. I don't have all this figured out. God, it is a daily struggle and a daily commitment to me to live the kind of life that you've called me to live. But God, every single day, I need your grace. And we start with ourselves. We start looking at our life and we understand who we are and our need for God. We should live humbly knowing that we make mistakes and there are issues in our life. In fact, our own sin ought to appear greater than the same sin in other people. And man, when we begin to do that, suddenly we don't, we don't start looking down our nose at other people and start casting judgment towards other people because they're less than us or different than us. We start with ourselves and go, God, I need you. Now, a kingdom view means that we understand that only God can judge people. And that one day, every single person will stand before God and we will all have to give an account for the way that we lived our life. And God's going to hold us, and what Jesus is saying in this passage is, he's going to hold us to the same standard that we use to judge other people. The same standard we hold other people to, God's going to hold us to. If we judge others harshly, we can expect the same from God. If we show kindness to other people, God in turn will show kindness to us. I mean, Jesus actually says that our treatment of other people impacts God's treatment of us. James 2.13 says, There will be no mercy for those who have not shown mercy to others. But if you have been merciful, God will be merciful when he judges you. See, in order for us to stop judging other people, we've got to stop making light little of our sin in order to make something great of somebody else's sin. And that's what Jesus is saying. He says, hey, you focus on the speck in somebody else's eye and you've got to log in your own. We, we're good at making light of our own sin and making something big of sin in somebody else's life. And Jesus says, understand your humanity, understand your need for me first and foremost, because that will drastically impact how you start to treat and judge other people. Now, as we close out tonight, there's two things I want to make sure that, we, that we're clear about. Right, there's two things I want to make sure that I hit on about this passage before we kind of, without totally glossing over it. The first thing is this. Jesus isn't saying that sin isn't a big deal or that we shouldn't point out sinful behavior. All right, Jesus isn't saying that we should just walk through life blindly accepting what the, how the world lives and we should just accept sinful behavior and not make a big deal out of it and it's okay how people live. All right, that's not what Jesus is saying. We're called to be a light in a dark world. We're called to go into our schools and in our neighborhoods and in our families and in our workplaces and everywhere we go, we're called to be God's representation. We're called to be a light. We're called to represent who God is. We're called to help everybody understand that God offers them forgiveness. We're called to go into everywhere, go everywhere we go and to help people understand, you know what, the way that you're living your life, there's a better way to live. 
But we can also point out sin in other people. We also can be the light that God's called us to be without having a judgmental attitude towards everybody that's different than us. So that's the first thing. The second thing is this. As followers of Jesus, the standard is a little bit different. Okay, the way that we treat other believers is a little bit different than the way we may treat a non-believer. All right, as followers of Christ, we do have a responsibility to hold other Christ followers accountable. I mean, God, God calls us to encourage and to rebuke and to correct and to challenge each other in our faith. As we journey this thing together, as we seek God together, as we live in community and, and strive to be who God's called us to be, there's going to be moments where we're going to have to call each other out. There's going to be moments where we're going to have to go, hey man, listen, I saw the, the decision that you made or the way that you're living. Man, they're, they're, that's not what God's called you to be. God's called you to be better than that. And for us to challenge each other and to spur each other on, God calls us to do that to each other as Christ followers. But I think the key, the key question to ask before we do that is what is our motivation behind it? Are we doing it in the right spirit? Is our motivation to kind of cast judgment on somebody else? Is it done in pride? Is it to make ourselves look better than somebody else? Is it done with a judgmental attitude or is it done in love? With brothers and sisters that want to encourage each other and help each other grow in their relationship with Christ. Here's the main point for us tonight. And it's pretty simple. Judging others blinds us to our own sin and the grace that we need as much as anyone else. Judging others blinds us to our own sin and the grace that we need as much as anyone else. I want to challenge you guys as, as we kind of close up tonight. Like I mentioned at the top, the easy thing for us to do is to start thinking about all the people that need to hear this. All the people in our life that we wish would stop judging us or other people. And we immediately kind of flip the switch and start thinking externally. We start thinking about other people that do what they shouldn't do. But for all of us in the room tonight, where are you at? Do you live with a judgmental attitude towards other people? Maybe because of a deficiency in yourself, maybe because you're lacking in some way or you have an incorrect view of who you are. It causes you to lash out towards other people or you just start ripping other people apart with your words or with your actions. You just belittle people. Maybe you kind of walk through life and you kind of puff yourself up and you feel a little bit like, you know what, I'm not all that bad. I'm not as bad as other people. And you kind of have this false sense of security that you're okay, you're in good shape. And you start thinking about other people and the way that they live and the things that they shouldn't do and you start looking at other people and you live your life comparing yourself to other people.
Maybe there's some of you guys in the room that this has become part of who you are. I mean, if you were to be honest enough with yourself, this is a, this is a serious struggle for you. And maybe the challenge that God is asking you to take on tonight is to begin to, to look at yourself the way God sees you. To stop focusing so much attention and so much energy on what other people do or don't do and start looking at yourself. Begin to see yourself the way that God sees you. And begin to live the way that God's called you to live in love for other people. And I've been, I've been to a lot of other student ministries and there are student ministries that I've been to that you walk in the door and it seeps with judgment. I mean, you get a bunch of Christian teenagers in the same room and you get a non-believer that walks in or somebody that's just different. And man, it is like, kill them with their eyes. And that becomes part of who they are. And there is nobody that wants to step foot in that kind of environment. I'll tell you for from, from myself, for the leaders in this room, we're going to fight to be a place that every single person that walks in that room is loved. Doesn't matter what kind of relationship with God they have, doesn't matter what they look like or what they act like or what school they go to or what their family situation is or how many mistakes they've made or whatever the case may be, they're going to walk through that door and they're going to be loved in this room that this would not be a place where we start casting judgment towards other people, but rather we, we link arms together and we go, you know what, we're in this journey together. And it's not about what you don't do. It's about what God wants to do through you and what God wants to do in me and what God wants to do in her. And we start becoming a place where every single student comes in here, senses the love and the grace that Jesus offers them. Maybe an action that you guys need to take tonight is you need to, during the worship, and as the band goes ahead and comes on up, maybe as we close out or we move to small groups, maybe there's something that you need to do is go across the room. And there's somebody in this room that you have lived your life looking down your nose at them. You have ripped them apart behind their back. You've said things about them. You've said things to them. You've treated them bad. You've had a judgmental attitude towards them. And maybe the first step to begin to change that is to go across the room and go, you know what, I'm sorry. Jesus says, don't judge or you will be judged. Stop focusing on the speck in someone else's eye and get the log out of your own. What is Jesus calling us to do tonight or to live tonight? that will cause us to start treating people the way God wants us to treat people. Let's pray. God, I think if all of us in this room were honest with ourselves, me included, God, we are all guilty of this. God, these are easy words to hear and to start thinking about someone else but they're difficult to swallow when it applies to our own heart. Because so much of our time and our energy and our focus 
is on pointing out the negative things in other people. It's about casting judgment on other people because they're different or we feel like we're better than them or because we feel deep inside that we, we're inadequate. That ripping someone else apart makes us feel better about ourselves. God, I pray that these would be words that we would not just gloss over or dismiss or forget about. God, I pray that these words that you challenge us with would change the way that we live. God, I pray that we would be a student ministry, that every single student that walks through that door would feel like this is a place that they belong. And that because of our love and our acceptance for them and us coming alongside of them, God, that we would begin to see you do incredible things in in all of our hearts. Lives that were once broken and screwed up would be turned over to you and you would begin to change the parts of their life. Jesus, you say the world will know that you're my followers by your love. God, I pray that we as followers of you would model that everywhere we go and treat people the way that you desire for us to treat people. We pray in Jesus' name, amen.